0: Living in Las Vegas has its perks and its irritations. People ask dumb questions about Vegas all the time. Does everyone live in casinos? Do y'all have grocery stores? You guys know. (laughs) But today on CityCast Las Vegas, just for fun, our boss, CityCast CEO David Plotz, is going to ask David Figler and myself some ultimate dumb questions about our city. And we're gonna give him some honest answers. It's Monday, August 29th, 2022. I'm Vogue Robinson, and this is CityCast Las Vegas.
1: Hey, David Plotts, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas.
2: Hi, David. Hi, Vogue. It's nice to be here. Uh, I actually haven't been in Vegas for more than 20 years. I was thinking about this, so it's really really nice to be with you guys. Come
0: back. Yes.
2: (laughs) Well,
1: depending on how this goes, I might. I'm just I'm just as the lawyer in me, I have to ask, are there legal reasons why you're not allowed back into the community here? Or is that by choice
2: (laughs) Uh, as your slogan goes?
1: what oh, okay. happens
2: what happened stayed so we'll never know will we
0: only it has changed it is now what happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas
2: oh as i mentioned i've i was haven't been in vegas for more than 20 years i've only been there twice i loved it both times i've been there i really really enjoyed it i gamble a little bit so that was but not a lot not Uh that wasn't interesting i just love it as spectacle as i love desert climates and i was listening to a podcast the other day and someone said someone an irishman was saying he had only the only place he'd been in the u.s was vegas and he's like well that's Uh not like really really like going to america at all it's a totally different country and so i've always felt that you guys live in a different country Um, Ah. but i have so many questions which are dumb questions so first of all how often do you see Celine Dion in a given week,
1: and how often Britney Spears? Is it like twice, on the uh, street or professionally? Either way, <laughs> and by professionally on her side of the equation or me and Vogue side of the equation, because <laughs> both of them are big poetry fans. So I think we see them regularly in the audience. But
0: I never see Celine Dion Davis upline.
1: Oh. <laughs> I I have never had a Celine Dion encounter, though I I do know I people wish. who have spotted her. At retail outlets, at fancy mall type shops. I mean, presumably. I once ran into Rihanna at a restaurant. That was kind of cool. Uh, Holly Madison, if you know who that is, uh, showed up at a poetry reading once. So what? that was something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go.
0: I've seen Mike Tyson at the Black History Month parade. So like I danced with Mike Tyson, we did the electric slide. So yeah, we, we see folks, but never, never Celine or Britney.
1: I mean, I will say that I have seen the Celine Dion show when she was over at the Coliseum and my partner went to go see Britney Spears during her residencies. And that was kind of like one of those special things when locals go to see sort of the, the big residency shows. That doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's usually something fun.
2: How often do you gamble? Do you gamble all the time? Never? Somewhere in between?
0: Never. I like my money and I like to keep it in my pocket.
1: Uh, I I am immersed in gambling culture. I consider myself to be a casino kid. What? Um, my dad was a card dealer at the Sahara Hotel for many, many years. And In fact, that's why we moved out here uh, because my uncle before him got him a job and he was also a casino worker. So I grew up in and out of casinos. Most of my friends do not gamble at all. Most of them learn the lessons of the things that they've seen from their friends and family members. I choose to both ignore those lessons and try to be an activist based on those lessons. So that's that's the <laughs> gambling sister. answer, right?
0: My sister works at a casino.
2: That leads to my next question, actually. So I live in D.C. and in D.C., you know, your neighbor is a lawyer, a government person who works for government, a lobbyist. Are neighbors in Vegas, they all blackjack dealers and waitresses and riggers for <laughs> stage shows? And are those middle class jobs?
1: These are great stupid questions, David. Vogue? Who are your neighbors?
0: I feel like a very large amount of our population is employed by the Strip. And I think, yeah, we're a working class town and and we come together in, in times of like when we, when we experience violence, I feel like this town came together as a whole. But we're a working class town and and my neighbors are military, but I live close to our military base. So,
1: yeah, we we have a really big military base out here in Ellis Air Force Base, and they employ a lot of folks. And, you know, obviously the casinos employ so large a population and it's
0: population yeah I feel like it and and,
1: po- and and then there's those of us who in the community serve the people who serve the people in the casinos you know so so sure there's a lot of them but my neighbors particularly in my old downtown neighborhood i've got lots and lots of school teachers university professors nearby i've got people who are professional musicians that live nearby david uh, lives in cool downtown so he's he's in the he's
0: in the, the crux of movers and shakers
1: OK, if you go out to a restaurant,
2: is it a touristy restaurant and is it inside a casino? Is it ever no. a touristy restaurant inside a casino?
0: Sometimes, special occasions. Like we we were scheduled to go to Hell's Kitchen, but I got sick. But like we have the capacity to go to Hell's Kitchen. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to go there. But we really try to go to our local spots. So there's a, oh my gosh, Comex is a fusion restaurant that serves like Mexican and Korean food. Mashed up together, so there's like a kimchi, tacos, and things of good things of that nature. So I, I try to go to local-owned spots as much as I can because um, it's people I know. It's my old hairdresser; she now owns uh, a restaurant. So I go to her restaurant and chop it up with her. She used to do my hair, and now she makes me some delicious potatoes. So, but not the I same try to time. Hang with the locals.
1: Not the same time. Not at the same time. Okay, no, she quit one okay. and
0: completely switched to a new career and did it pretty damn well.
1: I like how you said special occasions because that's true for us too. I mean, look. If you've lived here long enough, uh, you realize that getting to some strip properties uh, is and
0: getting home and getting home,
1: <laughs> and especially if it's like a busy weekend when the crazies are out, it's not worth it, right? And even if you're gonna take a rideshare or a cab or something like that, it just it Still just isn't worth, worth it. it. So yeah, it's not special- worth it because
2: it takes too long, or it's not worth it because uh, just like oh, the crowds, like what a hassle, all these yes. annoying people, time yes. surge, yes. People in the
0: way possibility of drunk people like bumping into you and uh, people come here and they think, oh, it's not a town. It's not even in the universe. So once you've decided this isn't a place where people live and work, you act a fool. So, no, I'm not trying to be yeah. amongst the uh, un- uninhibited.
1: And you also have to, <laughs> you have to switch your mindset, too. And then a lot of the properties, you have to go through the din of the casino to get to the restaurant. Some have very smart access that avoids all that. And I like those restaurants better. If you're ever in town and you want a real high end experience and go to our version of Bouchon, you don't even have to touch the casino at the Venetian. They have a dedicated elevator that goes right up to the restaurant. But we know all those little secrets and that's really cool and if we do have a special occasion or we have some folks in from out of town or we want to check out something i mean you know there are michelin star restaurants there are restaurants of all sorts of note throughout the casinos but Mm -hmm. also throughout the valley um more and more of this culinary scene and i'll say it's twofold one is there's a lot of folks who cut their teeth Uh, at these really super fancy celebrity chef or highly renowned restaurants who Mm -hmm. then decide that they love the community, they stay in the community, and then they want to venture out into the neighborhoods and open up their own spot. And that happens time and time again. And those are some of our favorite ones when we track down Black Black Sheep. Esther's is that as well. All right,
2: going back to how people work, what are the weird jobs that people have in Las Vegas that people outside of Vegas don't even know about? Like they don't even know that that is a job.
0: I think those VIP jobs where you're handling people, like even I had a job where I was literally managing literary artists, but it was like, I need to make sure this person's writer is met. So I'm sure, you know, whoever's doing those those small but like very intimate tasks. And apparently we have a falconer uh, who works on the strip and his job is to kill pigeons
1: yeah good. I mean all the That's all the folks job. who deal with the very specialized stuff but going back to gambling casino host is a really interesting job and there's a lot of people it's it's sort of a hybrid between marketing and development and mm-hmm. their job is to find individuals who, are uh high rollers. you know maybe high rollers or maybe medium rollers who they could develop into bigger rollers or encourage them to gamble to the full limit and maybe beyond their capability you know oh my God. I mean that's gambling their job groomers. yeah no they're gambling groomers but they're also concierge and you know they become friends and it's a very odd job some some there's some really interesting memoirs out there of, of folks who have worked as casino hosts and the kind of things that they've seen and done in service of their job. I think that's probably yeah. a good answer to you.
0: Yeah. And I think the I think my last one I'd note is like being a valet. Oh, yeah. It's like a competitive sport, but also that you can make a good chunk of change. Like there are people who encourage their kids that are like, look, finish high school and I'm not worried about you going to college because you'll make more. And it'll be it cash in hand. And, you know, that feeling cash feels
1: because it's always been. And I don't know if it's still true, uh, but certainly in the day that you could make maybe six figures just parking cars. That's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. That's a great example. So if I
2: went out for a run or a bike ride in the summer, would I die?
1: Why would you do that? Why? Why? In the would I world? Die? Well, I'd
2: love to go out on a bike ride. But would I die as a I pasty
1: white guy such as myself? Yes. The short answer is yes. It would be dumb. You're and vulnerable. We,
0: we, we wouldn't let you do that. <laughs> we, we wouldn't let you we do that. We would give that. you so you need many to tips. Go, or like, early in the morning. And by early, I mean like 4 a.m. And you'd have to have
1: like the super camelback. You'd have to have all the water in the world with you. You'd have to take salt tablets and have electrolytes and uh, the biggest, floppiest hat that you would ever put on your dome. I mean, like, why would you we do would that? We would just pop Why your tires. would you do that? David? <laughs> You're not going. now. Next question. The rest of the year. The windows of time in Las Vegas when the season is not searing heat because Right. We're 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 talking about that at the roundup. You know, what are the seasons (laughs) in Las Vegas? There's really effing hot. There's not as hot. And then there's wind. (sighs) So but no, but there's there's a lot of walking trails and there's a lot of interesting places to walk. It's also not a pedestrian friendly city. I'm just going to say
2: that. Do you guys ever go
1: outside
2: during the day in the summer?
0: I try not to.
1: No, it's pretty darn hot. And but, you know, we are the city of AC. So, and I've found this when I go to other cities, it's like not everyone has it. It's more which is, optional which is in other places. Like Seattle,
0: they don't even build houses with AC. AC is a luxury.
1: Or cars. Oh. And mm-hmm. while not everyone can afford to maintain their car with air conditioning, it is more the rule than the exception to not have air conditioning if you do have a vehicle.
2: Mm-hmm. Is, uh, okay, some quicker things. Is there anything old anywhere? <laughs>
1: yeah. um, Las Vegas became a city incorporated in, I think, 1911. So we're 111 years old. So what would you consider to be old? How, how old is it? And we have a
0: big retirement community. So yes,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're a retirement mecca because we don't have seasons. So yes.
2: <laughs> but I would also assume that a lot of the things, because I always say, oh, that sign, that stardust sign, they took it down. That, sure that, it did anything that was old has also been taken over they someone's built something newer and more wonderful in its place so a lot of the time is it is there anything where you're like i'm a historic preservationist i love to see old vegas and it's look at that wonderful old building library you know sculpture no vogue is like absolutely not
0: They've been renovated because we have the Historic Fifth Street School and now that's where our book festival is held, which is lovely. And I love the Historic Fifth Street School, Uh, but it's been renovated. So I don't know how much of the older, I mean, some of the external is still probably as it was, but outside of that. Uh, David?
1: David's been here longer. So there is historic preservation. It is a more modern development. It wasn't something that was really an <laughs> emphasis about 20 years ago. So there was a lot of stuff lost. There's also a lot of stuff captured. Um, and we have the, the NEON Museum is a nonprofit museum that was designed exactly for that purpose. That, that's a cool thing. But there's also you know this effort um, to kind of embrace what is still here. Uh, I mean, I live in, again, an older neighborhood. Uh, we have houses that date back to the 1920s and 30s in my neighborhood. There are places here on the historic register that you could check out. So like Las Vegas Academy is in a historic mm, building. Uh, the true. Huntridge is a historic uh, theater that is uh, possibly going under a renovation right now. We've talked about that on CityCast. So, you know, there's there there, there are pockets of it. Uh, but as far as, you know, looking at the old Las Vegas from the 1960s and those fabulous, you know, movies or or shots and stuff like that, that doesn't really exist to the same extent that it does. But there's a lot of people who have um, documented it and it's kind of cool to see the changes and, and why. OK, now
2: I have a series of questions which I think of as being pretty like real short questions, except for maybe this first one. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> except for me.'re me, so we're gonna do something okay. Okay, right now, see.
1: but then we're not gonna do it.
2: Okay, let's see. Here we go. Okay, uh, seems like all the fun in Vegas is 18 plus fun. And I have kids. What do kids do for fun?
0: Discovery Children's Museum. Of course. Uh which is an interactive museum. It's it's also sponsored by multiple companies, so there's amazing. Well that's for <laughs>
2: like 8 to 10 year olds I mean, if you're t- how are, if well, you're how 12, if you're 15, if you're 17, what do you do? Cuz you can't go to the casinos. So what do you do?
0: Oh god. I mean, if you want to take them to Meow Wolf, it I don't. it depends on their sensory overload capabilities. Um and then uh people tend to take what is the casino called? Maybe Circus Circus? Oh, Circus oh, Circus. Circus of Circus.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, a so space Circus for Circus kids. is where that's oh. where you well, there's a that's whole where you. Yeah. And there's my, the adventure down there. there. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of places that are oh, directed for that.
0: The mall by UNLV has a SeaQuest, it has a John's Incredible Pizza, it has uh this thing with dinosaurs and other random stuff. So we turned an old mall into essentially a space for you to take your kids. Ha.
1: But I'm going to get a lot of, I'm going to get a letter from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitor's Authority, if this makes it into the podcast. Don't take your kids here, David. Like, you know, there's plenty that you, if you have to have your kids here, um, there's plenty of outdoor activities, there's water parks, there's all the stuff that the kids who live in Las Vegas do outside of the touristy stuff. Vogue mentioned all the good ones just now, but you know, it's it's really, it's not meant for kids. As a kid who grew up here, I could definitely say it's a yucky place for kids. All right. But if you do bring your kids, there's plenty they could do. Look, if your kids like good food, there's lots of good food. If your kids like spectacle, there's plenty of spectacle. If your kids like people watching, there's lots of people watching. And there are natural wonders abounding in our little slice of desert. That is really something you'd want to share with your kids. So if you came seasonally appropriate and you check out Valley of Fire, it'll blow their minds. They're going to see something coming from an urban center to come into the middle of the desert with the incredible like natural wonders that exist out there or even at Mount Charleston or uh, Red Rocks. I mean, there's There's so much around, you know, I I mean, Vegas is blessed with not only having an interesting inside, but with the proximity to a lot of cool outside stuff.
2: Okay, next thing. So I I think because I'm old and conservative and have never like didn't have wild youth and wild times in vegas (laughs) i don't really know what a club is but it seems like a club is cool what is a club what
1: happens and do you guys ever go (laughs) all right i'm gonna drop the base in three two not really um i don't i don't go i'm i'm i think as old as you can be in las vegas and still hang on to a thread of relevancy and yet that thread does not pull on the club scene day club or nightclub but i do know some things Day club, I... like what's a day club vogue have you been to a day club what is a day club
0: you can go to the pool order drinks and be in the pool and be drinking in the pool and last time somebody posted a picture of like security in the pool as well so you have poolside cabanas where people can hang out and chill they're playing loud music sometimes they actually do movies and you're in the pool watching the movie. So th- that is kind of, yeah, we have pools that are clubs. Uh, it's a thing. I have never gone. Uh, but I'm, I'm I'm kind of curious because if you get the right DJ, it could be cool. You just chill, sip your beverage. It depends on how interactive you want to be. So they exist.
2: Okay. All right. Last, three, Last three questions. Is everyone a night owl? And can you make a living if you want to work during the daytime like I do?
0: Yes, absolutely. Because someone has to work at the DMV. So that's where we'll put you. <laughs> or if you want to run radio shows, there are definitely graveyard things and we stay mm-hmm. open super duper late We're we're dang near a 24 hour town. The pandemic has kind of messed up some of that. So there are some of my favorite places that closed a little bit earlier. But yeah, my, you know, our BevMo delivers alcohol to <laughs> if you want it delivered. So uh, round the clock, if you are uh, a working person, then you can work at any time.
1: It's a city of convenience uh, still to this day. And so you can find, look, this is what I always say about Las Vegas, David. It's a choose your own adventure. You could find what you want to find in Las Vegas, probably more accessibly than any other place in the world. Anywhere Yep. Else. Do you know any showgirls?
2: What are they like?
0: I know retired showgirls who now do like development for like nonprofits. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think because we know those they're so, same people.
0: Yeah, are they, I love are her. Are they great looking? Of course. Oh. Of course. And, and they, they, they have know.
1: amazingly fit bodies.
0: She, Yes, she's stunning and kind of effortlessly, it looks effortless, actually. Like, uh, and, and she's got some poise and some grace because it's still being a showgirl is being that it, the profession is dancer. And so she's got some grace, too. So, yeah.
1: Then there's also sort of the ornamental showgirl, uh, and you see these a lot more, where people are dressed and festooned in the the outfits, but are more like models than the Mm -hmm. the dancer version of showgirl. That said, the
0: servers at the pools, the
1: servers at the pools are considered on some level to be showgirls. Well, that said, my direct across the street neighbor is a showgirl, showgirl who performed in shows, Um, and in her retirement, she has created a uh, uh, a a. A new endeavor for all of her former showgirl friends and performer friends to do pop-up performances at different events. She's oh my brilliant. Gosh. Yeah. That's she's amazing. Brilliant. And you could book her. So when you come, David, we're gonna have my neighbor book you an entire showgirl experience awesome. for you and your family.
0: Sprinkle money into our economy tourist.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay, last question. What happened to Siegfried and Roy's animals?
1: Oh, what happened to all the animals? You know, David, Las Vegas has a very um, rough history with a lot of the animal performer acts, um, some which were notorious, um, some which were very loving and careful. But you know, it it's rough. I mean, it is a desert environment. Um, I don't know specifically what happened. Uh, I know that uh, Montecor is not with us anymore, uh, but neither are Siegfried nor Roy. Wait, um, Mont-
2: Who is Montecor? That was Montecore that one is the the, the, the tiger who that bit Roy, who be- mauled him. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Wow. All right.
0: And we do have a lion. I was just about to say that. I was like, we have a lion habitat. There you go. Take your, and the take dolphins. your kids to the lion habitat ranch.
2: Vogue David's was extremely educational for me. I learned a lot of things. Uh, I think, what will I take away? I'm going to take away that mm. definitely booking the retired showgirls for a pop-up show that is yes. very exciting i'm not going to go for a bike ride uh i am going to encourage one of my children to become a valet although the one, <laughs> none of them's a great driver none of them is a really good driver so that might be a problem and uh yeah that's that's the plan
0: <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show thank you for making time for us today and asking those questions we appreciate you
2: thank you guys
0: So here's what's happening in Vegas. Almost 40% of Clark County School District students were chronically absent last year. Many of those kiddos were students of color. The district cited health problems, housing instability, and childcare issues as common reasons for the absences. This info is pending validation per the Nevada Department of Education. So the data might shift. To help stem local water waste, the water district is rolling out new smart meters. Instead of reading the meters once a month, these devices track your water use in real time, so you can immediately adjust. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Have you gotten some dumb questions about our city? Tell us in a voicemail. Yes, a voicemail. Call us at 702-514-0719. And don't stop there. Share the show with a friend, rate the show, and leave us a review. You'll also probably want to subscribe to our hilarious morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon.